Welcome back to Fat Loss 101 Part 2 Episode 6. With you today is Cade Baker and Darren Baker. Hello everybody. Right, so this is, as I said, Part 2. We're picking up from where we left off. We're going to talk about habits, uh, meal plans and more in detail descriptions of my fitness power and how to use that. So, let's get straight into it. Habits. Now, you've got a pretty good example of a good habit. So, habits. When we talk about habits, we're not going to talk about bad habits. We're going to talk about good habits. Brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth. That's a good habit, Yeah. So, good habits are fantastic and uh, you can use them in everyday life. They're brilliant. Uh, I learned about good habits when I was in my early 20s. Uh, I worked for a company. I was a general manager and terrible memory. I've always had a terrible memory. So... Part of the business, we had all different sections of the business, different production uh, lines within the, the company. And what I did is I would uh, I wrote in my diary that to go and check Eric on a certain part of the production line at, at 12 o'clock every day. So I wrote it in my diary. And then for me, if I wrote everything in my diary every day, I could just stick with it and just, it was there. I, could, I knew what I had to do and I could get on with it. So at 12 o'clock, I would pop down to visit Eric. Now, when I got to see Eric on the production line, um, the line was running perfectly. All the bins were emptied. As I walked up, all, all Eric's guys all saluted me, saying, morning, boss. Everything was perfect. And I thought, what a great manager I am. I'm only young as well at the time. I thought, what a good manager I am. Then I realised that Eric knew I was coming. Because I went to see Eric 12 o'clock every day, he knew I was coming. Which was fine, because what that gained for me is every day prior to that time of 12 o'clock, all the bins were emptied, the area was tidied, everyone was in the right place, everything was going well. So generally every day, I had that part of the line running efficiently, only because they knew I was coming. So I thought, what a great habit. So then I took habits and used them my whole life, and they've been, uh, they've been fantastic for me. And another analogy, if, you, if, you're, um, if you're in sales and marketing or something, and you want, you want to call a, a client... Uh, I would, if I had a good client, I would mark them in the diary to call them. And the same thing at 12 o'clock, I would call Bert and I'd ring him and Bert would answer the phone and say, uh, yeah, hello, Darren, uh, thanks for the call. I've got everything I need, but I do appreciate your call. Put the phone down. And that was brilliant because Bert knew he was looked after and I was always there for him. And all it took was a 30 second call every day. So what a great habit to have. Another analogy is cases, just brushing your teeth in the morning. You wake up. You brush your teeth, you don't think about it. It is a good habit. So how are we gonna bring good habits into our diet? Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make some recipes and uh, we're gonna design meals and we're gonna stick with them. Now, we want you to design, create and build three to five healthy breakfasts. Then you can design and create three to five healthy lunches and three to five healthy evening meals. Now, when I say three to five, it could be one breakfast or it could be 20, not, not as though you'd have 20 different breakfasts. So I'll give you an example. My three breakfasts would be, um, would you want to give your example what your three breakfasts for you, Cade? My three breakfasts would be uh, scrambled eggs, have those most mornings, love it. Uh, fried eggs on sourdough toast, or I have porridge. They're my free go-to breakfasts. Mine would be omelette, three-egg omelette. I chuck in some mushrooms, uh, mushrooms, onions, cherry tomatoes. My other uh, one would be porridge. It would be oats with a scoop of protein powder mixed in, 
hot water and some blueberries, something like that. And my third would be a smoothie. And it wouldn't be vegetables, it would be a protein powder, greens powder, some frozen blueberries. They'd be my three breakfasts and I stick to those three breakfasts. I don't really have anything else. And that's a good way to be. You, you want to keep it simple, find three meals you like and just have those repeatedly instead of changing it up all the time. Yeah, find, find something you really enjoy and stick with it. A good habit. Um, and the same thing, create and design three to five healthy lunches and three to five healthy evening meals. Obviously, evening meals would be a lot more than three to five. Um, and you might already have some meals that you already eat. You might have taken them off the internet or from a book. And it's a meal, it's a healthy meal that you really enjoy. So create that meal and stick with it. So you're going to design, create and build three to five healthy breakfasts, three to five healthy lunches and three to five healthy evening meals. Now, when you create that meal, design that meal, we want you to write a recipe card out. Now, when I say write a recipe card, it could be a card, it could be in your phone, it could be in a notebook, but we're going to use the example of recipe card. You're going to take that meal and you're going to write down what the ingredients are and how much they weigh. But we're only going to do this once. So, I'll give you a really easy example. We're going to do chicken and vegetable meal. Easy. Easy. So, roast chicken breast. Now, we're going to be using my fitness pal. And we're going to get on to that next. But for the example of this, we, we want to log this meal uh, onto a recipe card so you can then add it to my fitness pal afterwards. So we're going to add one chicken breast. So you can add a chicken breast, uh, you can scan the barcode using my fitness pal, or you can weigh that chicken breast and write that down. Actually, let me change that. I'm going to give you an example for a family of three. So let me do a family of three. So most people, say you've got a family and there's three in that family. Let's do a family of three to make it easy. So we get three chicken breasts. And um, we're then going to get, let's get a broccoli florette each. You get a whole florette each. So three broccoli florets. You're going to have uh, 12 asparagus spears. So 12 asparagus spears. And you're going to have two uh, cups of rice. Now, if you have the cup measurements, that's fantastic. If you don't, you can use a measuring device. Yeah, everyone's got an old mug in the back of their cupboard. Just dig it out, whether it be Star Wars one, uh, Barbie, whatever you got in the back, take it out. Use that as your prime measurement to, to measure your ingredients. Normally, it's like a mug in the back that comes with an Easter egg in it. Yeah, like it? an yeah. Easter egg mug or something. A Minnie Mouse mug or something like that. From your nan. Yeah, yeah. so take that mug and use it as your measuring device. So you, you get a, a, an amount. So we're going to use two mini Mouse mugs of rice. Okay, so we've just created a meal for a family of three. You're then going to take your portion of that. So you're going to take one chicken breast. You're going to take one broccoli florette. You're going to take four asparagus spears and say half a cup of rice, for example. And you're going to write them onto a recipe card or in your notebook or wherever you want to put it. Now, once we get that chicken breast, we're going to weigh that or we can just scan the barcode. We're going to take the broccoli florette and we can weigh that. And say that weighs 50 grams. You're then going to take four broccoli, uh, sorry, four asparagus spears and you're going to weigh them. And that weighs 30 grams. And you're going to take half a cup of rice and you're going to weigh that. And that weighs 50 grams. 
Now, once you've uh, written this uh, recipe card out for the family, you're going to take your portion and you're going to add into My Fitness Pal. So once you've worked out the weight of each individual item, just add it into My Fitness Pal and you can add it as a meal under, uh, it's My Meals it actually says, My Meals, and you can add it in there. Once you've stored that, then you can access it later. Okay, so we've created this meal for the family um, and it's chicken and vegetables. Now, you get in late at night, you get in from, uh, you've been working hard, you've had a really bad day and um, you really don't want to cook a meal. And your partner says to you, oh, let's just get a takeaway. And your response should be, no, I'm not going to get a takeaway. We've been told it's not good to eat takeaways while we're on a diet. So I'll tell you what, let's just have a chicken and vegetable meal. It's healthy, it's, it's nutritious, quick. it's quick. It takes you minutes to sort out, it's nothing. It takes you no time at all. So you grab your recipe card you've created. And you look at the recipe card and it, see, it says, states three chicken breasts. So grab three chicken breasts. It then says three broccoli florets. So grab three broccoli florets. It says then uh, 12 asparagus spears. And you go and grab 12 asparagus spears. It then says two cups of rice. So you get your rice, you measure it into the cup, pour it into the pan, another cup, pour it into the pan. Easy. Could, because you spent the time writing this recipe card out, when you're busy, you haven't got to think. You can just grab it and you can just get on with it. And you can also go shopping for these food groups. Because once you create these recipe cards, you can then shop for them and buy for the meals for the week. So then you go to My Fitness Pal, where you've added those that meal or your portion of that meal into My Fitness Pal, and two clicks of a button, you've added that meal. So very quick and easy. Easy and effective. Easy and effective. So again, we're going to create good habits by creating and designing meals. Design some breakfasts that you enjoy, design some lunches you enjoy, and design some uh, evening meals that you enjoy. Create the recipe cards and stick with them over the diet period. So once you've designed them, just stick with those meals over the diet period. Make it a good habit. Now, it's only three months. People say, oh, I'm getting bored. Well, it's three months. It's just it's three months. It's not long at all. It goes by in a flash. Yeah, so don't think you've got to eat loads of different foods and oh, I don't know what to eat and go for all these mind games of, oh, I don't know what to eat. I'm not sure what to do. Just eat meals you enjoy, but make sure they're healthy meals. And what helps as well is just consult your family as well. Find meals that they enjoy and you all enjoy together because you don't want to be making meals for yourself and different meals for everyone else. So find some meals that you all like because that makes it even easier again and they haven't got to be complicated either make them as simple as possible just while you're on a diet so design some meals write out the recipe cards for them weigh even if you weigh all the ingredients you can just divide it into three for you so you get your calorie you know so whatever it is divide it into thirds it still works the same you can still get your your weight and add it to my fitness pal, and that will then change that weight into calories for you. Um, and then literally go into my fitness pal, two clicks of the button, you've added those calories. So um, that's good habits and how you're going to utilize them in your diet. We're now going to talk about meals. So we're going to give you some options for meals. So we can we can tell you what we eat as a family. Uh, obviously, you know, it's Cade and Cade and I, this is our job. 
it's not our job to stay healthy, but I'll be honest, with you, that's wrong saying that. We choose to be healthy and we I actually enjoy, enjoy eating single ingredient food. I feel good after eating it. It, it fuels me up. I, I feel worse if I have junk food or I have stuff heavy laden with sauce or something. I like I like just having single ingredient stuff. It's what I enjoy. It makes me feel good. Yeah. So let's give um, the listeners some ideas of meals that we have. Basic, simple meals. Well, um, my favourite, if, I mean, if you're not a fan of fish, sorry, skip this next part, but uh, we have salmon a fair amount and love salmon. We have salmon, we have some new potatoes, so as, as Darren mentioned earlier, asparagus spears. Yeah. And broccoli. broccoli and tender stem broccoli. And, Sometimes and that we have bulgur wheat. And yeah. yeah bulgur wheat with it's nice with salmon. Or quinoa or something quinoa like that. Quinoa or something like that. And it, it's so simple and it's just delicious. And you eat it and you feel good afterwards. That's definitely a go-to for mine. And the salmon we just season before putting it in the oven. Just put some pepper and some you know, seasoning of some description on there. And they're so easy and it's quick and it's lovely. That's one of our meals we have. Chicken and vegetables, as we just said, we do have that. Yeah. We'll roast a chicken breast. We'll put all herbs and spices on it and roast that up. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but you haven't got to use sauce. If you just get creative with your spices, your dry spices, you're saving a lot of calories there mm. compared to using sauces that just increase the calorie amount for no reason. And you can do them in the oven or if you've got a George Foreman, they're great. Get a little George Foreman. Good old Georgie stick boy. Stick them under there <laughs> and it don't take long at all. Yeah. And then with that, you know, we would have a chicken breast and we would literally have broccoli you know, we use frozen vegetables. There's nothing wrong with frozen vegetables. You know, I'm absolutely going to go into more about that. I know it's not really part of the podcast, but I want to tell people that they're shocked. When I say to them about getting frozen veg, they're like, oh, what? What's that about? I'm like, what do you think frozen veg is? Um, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been frozen. Yeah. It's been frozen. That's it. So if anything, it's probably more fresh than the stuff you're buying, which has been in the back of a lorry driving around... X, Y, Z means delivered to a superstore. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And there's no additives. It's just, just this veggie's been prepared and frozen. There's nothing wrong with frozen vegetables. And we only use frozen vegetables. We used to, didn't we? Have all fresh vegetables. Exactly. And it goes out of date so quickly. You go to a superstore now and it's out of date the date you buy it <laughs> yeah, now. It's, it's so it's, stupid, it's isn't terrible. it? So there's nothing wrong with frozen vegetables. So we would literally... We get a lovely country mix, don't we, of frozen oh, vegetables? Oh, we do. So that is a cauliflower, carrots, broccoli and peas... Yeah, and you know, with these meal plans are meant to be quick, meant to be easy, and and that's what the frozen veg provides. Because you just boil some water, you put them in for four or five minutes, and they're done. It's so quick. All the time you have to put your fresh veg on a chopping board and cut it up. Yeah. And, and again, we we're trying to cater this to someone to save time, trying to make it easy for them. Mm. Well, again, frozen vegetables are absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with them. We use them as a family. So again, we'll cook a chicken breast with our frozen vegetables. We'll chuck in some new potatoes of that possibly or some bulgur wheat, something like that again, rice maybe. Um, but we keep it simple. Another one is a stir fry. Obviously, a stir fry is always good. You don't have to chop all the vegetables up. Just buy a bag of stir fry. Yeah, stir fry is brilliant. You can get, you can get all of that from the store. That's no prep at all actually. If you've got heat, a walk up and just chuck it on. Because it's all there in a It's all there in a bag, isn't it? Yeah. The, the little, little sachets. The vegetables. Sauce, the, yeah, you don't have sauce. to add, but you can. Yeah, I mean, okay, ch- and chicken, if you can have protein with it. Yeah. But the, again, it's, there's hardly any prep. It's so easy to do. No one can come back and be like, oh, I can't bother to make dinner. It's all there. Yeah. you just got to chuck it on. <laughs> so Wheeler might have a stir fry in a week because it's quick and easy. You know, all the years I've been doing this, I've never met anyone that's not busy. Everyone's busy. 
Now, we are busy as a family, just the nature of what Cade and I do. We do a lot of hours, uh, and we are busy as a family. We don't want to stress about food and concoct these massive meals. We just want to eat good, nutritious food and move on because we're busy. So a stir-fry is really quick and easy. It's tasty, and um, it doesn't take any time to prepare. It's all there for you. So think about meals that are quick and easy and the key here is meals you enjoy again you may have had a meal in the past that you really enjoy dig it back up use it over your diet uh, program yeah and and stick with it you can have that every week for three months that's not that bad um so find meals you enjoy and stick with them over the diet period and yet again if you've got your designated taco tuesday with your family or your spag bar on a friday night uh, make allowances for that again. We're not saying cut ties with your treat meals. You have your family. Either find more healthier ways of making them or just save your calories for that instance. Yeah. And there's enjoyable... I mean, you can make a lot of these meals much healthier, like a Mexican. Yeah. You know, you can have a tortilla wrap, 200 calories. We spoke about this before, maybe. No, maybe we didn't. I mentioned that, actually. Tortilla wrap... Put uh, Greek yogurt on it. So we take Greek yogurt and we add pepper to it and then put that on instead of mayonnaise. You wouldn't know the difference, really. No, it's just... A, it's, it's just, a, just a, something in the background. It's just a liquid in yeah. the background. And then uh, put your chicken on that and then some salad and roll it up. Great for work as well. Oh, so easy. You just tinfoil it up and off you go. Yeah, Simple. so if you want to go to uh, work or you work on site, something like that, uh, get a tortilla wrap, uh, Greek yogurt with some pepper... Put in some chicken, and again, if you if you're having chicken for your evening meal, if you're having chicken for the evening meal, then cook an extra couple of breasts up and keep them in the fridge. Yeah. And then you can then cut them up and have them. Convenience for work. again, it's there. And the good thing about the wraps is there's no Tupperware, there's no cutlery. You actually just throw the tin foil away after you've eaten it. Yeah. So that literally has no prep at all. So again, um, get a wrap, Greek yogurt, put some spices on the yogurt. Uh, roll the chicken onto it, put salad into it, wrap it up, and then put it in tinfoil and take it to work. It's really easy. If you're on site, it works. If you're in an office, it even works. It's quick and easy and can make it quite nutritious and really simple. So over the years, uh, we've had so many members literally just stick to a wrap every day for lunch. They're like, it's easy. I don't have mm-hmm. to think. I just eat my wrap and it's good. I know how many calories are in it. So literally, if you're going to make a wrap again as one of your meals, Barcode scan the tortilla wrap, 200 calories. Get your half chicken breast, whatever it is, yeah. measure that. Get your salad, just weigh it all, add it into add it into the uh, MyFitnessPal, and then list it as um, chicken wrap. Chicken wrap, yeah. Chicken wrap, that's it. And then when you eat it every day, just click on MyFitnessPal, two clicks of a button, chicken wrap, job done. All the calories are in there. Boom. So wrap's a good idea. Um Again, so yeah, I think we don't need to recap that. I think we've gone over that. So um, what we talk about now is we give you an idea of meals. So that's, that's a good point. It's giving you ideas. Cause we have a lot of people who we teach them how to eat, but then they think, right, give, give me some ideas now. What can I have? Because some people don't really know what they should be having. Well, so we've gone through breakfast, we've gone through lunch, we've gone through dinner. So we've pretty much covered all of that. So one thing I will say, though, is what we do uh, with our members is we don't tell them what to eat because I just think personally that's ridiculous you know no one wants anyone telling them what to do and again one size doesn't fit all people have different tastes and interests they don't no one not everyone has the same stuff everyone's different yeah we can say you know 
eat this, it's highly nutritious, and they're a vegan, they can't eat that, it's a, it's a meat or mm. something similar. So if you stick with whatever you do, whichever way you eat, obviously if you're sticking with the 80 to 90% single, single ingredient food, you're already going in the right direction. So eat what you enjoy. Because if you eat what you enjoy, you're going to stay on the diet. You're going to stick with it. If you force yourself to eat things you don't like, or we tell you to eat things you don't like, then you're not going to stick with it. You're setting yourself up for failure. 100%. So find meals you enjoy and stick with them over the diet period. And as we said, have a little treat in in the uh, part one. Have a little treat in the evening to keep you happy. So that's habits. I will recap quickly so we get it. Habits, design, create and build three to five healthy uh, breakfast, lunches, evening meals. Uh, could be more, as we know. Uh, take them ingredients that you eat and weigh them once. Just weigh them once. And if it's for a family of three, use all the ingredients and then divide it into portions. So a third of those calories will be yours. Add that to my fitness pal. Using a wrap again, add the ingredients of the wrap in and then save it under my foods. If you look, if you're not, we normally, during our diet and nutrition, we actually show our members how to do this. We can't do this in a podcast, but you can research it. But if you go onto MyFitnessPal, literally, if you, where you click add food, there's some dots next to it. And if you click those dots, that is where you can save it as a meal, but you'll get it online. Um, save it as a meal. And then once you've got those meals in there, really easy. Just get in. Click, click, got your meal. Copy, paste, copy, paste. And every day, have your breakfast. Click, click, it's in. Click, click, it's in. Have your wrap for lunch. Click, click, it's in. It's really quick and easy. And so easy to know how many calories you're consuming in a day so you can then plan your day around those calories. Yep. So now we've got a nice routine going. So now it's time to to weigh. Weigh yourself. Wait, so the first two weeks you're going to leave out. But the third week, you want to pick a day, preferably in the morning, when you're fresh, is to weigh yourself every week and just see what your body weight's doing. And now, we talked about calories in the last episode. Whether you're in a deficit or you're in a surplus, you're 500 down or 500 up. You can now, as I said before, it's a moving goal. You can now change this and we can adapt this to get different results. So if you are losing weight but then you plateau, we can chip a little bit more calories off and keep going again. And same with the surplus. Yeah, again, it's not as complex. We do get complexities, but generally it's it's normally not as complex. We've mentioned this a few times before. So if you place yourself in a calorie deficit, you will be losing weight. If you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. It, it does plateau after all, and it depends how much you want to lose and how lean you want to get. So the leaner you want to get, the more you have to battle to get that fat off the body. And, you know, ways of doing that, we can use, uh, obviously, the calories themselves. We can reduce the calories. We can increase activity, so we can do more to burn more calories. Um, you can use fasting, we've discussed. Um, so, you know, have longer time between meals. You can use fasting. Um, so there's, you have, there's certain things you can do to change that. Later on, we might manipulate carbohydrates a little bit, but that's we won't talk about that today. We don't need to get that complex at the moment. Um so, as Kay said, weigh yourself, and then you want to weigh yourself once a week, really. Um, some people say you should do averages every day and do an average, but it's just, I, I don't like people weighing themselves all the time. That can create a disorder as well. And 
So I just weigh yourself once a week and make sure it's going in the right directions. Now, when it comes to fat loss, everybody's different. Some people might have to literally, two or three weeks, they won't lose anything. And all of a sudden, they'll drop four pounds. So you're not really plateaued until you haven't lost weight for at least two weeks, Yeah, I would say. Uh, if you're not lose, if you're not lost weight after two weeks, then you can uh, manipulate things a little bit. So, what we're going to talk about now is we're going to give you some tips and tricks while on the fat loss diet. So, firstly, a good thing to do when you start is to take all the junk food out of your cupboards, take all the high calorie foods that don't really need to be there, and bin them off. Get rid of them. Give them to another family member. Just make sure they're not in the house anymore. Just scrap them. What you can do is if you do enjoy a bag of crisps, uh, get some lower calorie ones. So Sun Bites, if they're still around, that's a good example. Uh, pop chips we have. Walker's Baked. Pop I don't think they do bake anymore. Don't they? I don't, no, you don't see them. We don't eat crisps. Really. We don't, we don't, <laughs> I know Pop Chips. They're, pop they're chips, lower calorie. Yeah. So but they're good. Uh, even, I think, French fries. French fries are low. 110 yeah, yeah. calories. I think even Monster Munch are only 110 calories. <laughs> okay. They're just full of puff. Yeah. Aren't they? So... Um, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's finding things in small bags that just tick the box for you. Because sometimes you want texture, don't you? You don't. You just want a crunch. Yeah, you don't. It's not actually food. You just want yeah. texture. You there want is something, something chewy or there, isn't there? something crunchy. I, I'm, I'm definitely a texture person. Every now and then, I just, I want to crunch something. You know, <laughs> I want to chew something. You do actually sound like that, <laughs> like a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So that's crisps. But you don't have any kind of food really. Find. If you have a treat you do like, do try and find something that does still tick the box, but it's not got many calories in. Uh, the next good tip is to fill up on vegetables. So on your plate, when you do have your dinner, uh, make sure you do have a, a substantial amount of vegetables because they will fill you up more. There's hardly any calories in them at all, and they just fill you up. So it's perfect. You get more bang for your buck, you're full, and you've not gone over any calories. So yeah, it's full of micronutrients. Got all obviously, your vitamins, obviously, and vitamins and minerals. Yeah, yeah everything right. in there that you need, just in bloody vegetables. So, and yeah, you can literally fill your plate up with veggies. There's no calories in them, is there? They're minimal. Yeah, so and they're well, great. Some good little tips with your veg is uh, don't use loads of sauces to smother them in. That's, they're just full of calories. You want to use dry seasonings. And uh, I like to change mine up every now and then. I'll choose like Jamaican jerk one day and I'll do smoke and spice another just to make it change different tastes different and uh, another good tip is the cottage cheese yeah that's teaspoon of cottage cheese if you like cottage cheese yeah if you don't if you like, like it, it fair enough but if you do if you're partial to a bit of cheese uh, just put a little teaspoon a little blob on top of your boiled veg and it just melts in slightly and it, again gives it another dimension you gives can have it like um, what is it onion and is it, no cheese and chive is it cheese and chive chive, chive flavoured pineapple and pineapple just put some out on top of the vegetables and it just makes them tastier. Just makes them creamy yeah. and tastier. Yeah, so it's low again, calorie. Low calorie again, just little hacks you can do. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, if you are if you are hungry and you think, oh God, I really don't need to eat, uh, do something simple, like try going for a walk. If you are working at uh, an office, uh, go to, this is what mum, my mum does. Uh, she goes to the toilet and she'll just pop some squats in the cubicle. <laughs> uh, run up and down the stairs a few times. Just uh, go fill up your water bottle. Just find an excuse to get up and take yourself away. Because most of the time when you're hungry, it's just me mental. It's just you thinking you're hungry because you're bored. It's a procrastination. Uh, get up and just go get some fresh air. 
go for a walk, go, go just take your mind off of that food. And it can be dehydration as well, can't it? That's another good point, yeah. dehydration. You, you actually feel like you're hungry and you actually need to drink. So if you go and drink some water, and while we talk about it, another good tip while, we're, while I'm thinking about it, keep water on your table, on your desk. So if you are in an office, which a lot of people are, have that water on your desk and then drink it, drink it, drink it. If it's there, you will drink it. If it's not there, you can't drink it. Then you'll sit for hours. And really practice drinking the water. And as soon as you've drunk that glass, get up, go fill it up, come back to your desk and start again. So what we what we're achieving there, well, we're hydrating the body. We're getting more steps in by getting up and down. We're stretching the legs, uh, the back, by getting up and down. So simply have water on your desk and constantly drink. And it forces you to go to the toilet more, which forces you to move more, which forces you to straighten the back up. So a simple tactic of drinking of, water can tick so pros, many boxes. A lot of pros to just that glass of water. Uh, yeah, so with the veg, your ratio from carbs to veg needs to change. Increase your veg, reduce your carbs. Carbs do have a lot of calories in, and you want to keep that to a minimal. And also just try and limit your sugar consumption. If you're having a lot of sugar in the day, not only is it going to make your brain crave more sugar, but you're just going to crash more. You make you get tired and seek more sources of fuel. So try and limit your sugar as best you can. Again, save save it for that ten percent you're having each day, or whenever you have in your treat, save it for then. But try and limit your sugar consumption. No, you try and keep. I mean, try and keep snacks to a minimal, and it's hard. I appreciate that people like to snack, and we we, we really shouldn't snack. We should practice not snacking and stick to our meals. Because if you but, think we're cavemen. You know, you would have jumped out of the bush, stabbed a pig, cooked it, eaten it with the boys, and you would have gone without food for another day or two yeah. for, to find the next pig. You know, we're probably picking up berries and that, but you're not snacking. Things in nature don't snack, do they? No, not really. Lions don't graze on rabbits in between gazelles. Mm. <laughs> they, they don't. So find some uh, snacks that are healthy and you enjoy if you are going to snack. So try not to. So... Pick good snacks to change things up. So instead of like eating um, gummy sweets, try eating blueberries instead. Just eat like pop blueberries. I'll tell you what, that's bloody lovely. That is. Yeah, it's a nice. Lot, just pop blueberries. blueberries. I know it sounds weird. You're like, well, blueberries are not gummies. No, I appreciate that. But we're trying to make change here. And initially, a blueberry will not be a gummy. But once you get rid of the gummies and keep eating blueberries, they'll become much sweeter. And strawberries. Yes, and Exactly. And, and when you find you're having less processed foods, your taste buds actually heal. Yeah. And the most simplest of food tastes amazing. And as Darren will tell you now, after his fast on your diet, what was the first thing you have? An apple normally. An apple. Great, yeah. And I bet that explodes, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just delicious. <laughs> when you when you um you know, when you cut and get really lean, obviously you, you're dropping a lot of the foods at the end. And um I I um I couldn't think once I finished my diet and you know, I'm getting like single digit digit body fat I couldn't think of anything worse than going like eating pizza and all these things I think I'd just shit myself and explode I should imagine yeah probably but I just think oh, I just really fancy something you know cold I normally put an apple in the fridge I have a nice cold apple but when you do get rid of all these ultra ultra processed foods. The simple foods, like a strawberry, just taste delicious. You eat a strawberry, it's like, oh my God, this is so lovely. You, you, you find taste it tastes back. better than Haribo. Tastes uh, better than these sweets. 
The analogy I use is when you hear, I've never smoked, but you hear about people quit smoking and they, they can really taste food again. Food tastes delicious. Well, I think when you constantly eat ultra-processed foods, it's the same. It just kills your numbs your tongue and your taste yeah. buds and tricks your brain into wanting really sweet things, you know, uh, things that are full of chemicals that are naturally just addictive to you. And yes, you have to wean yourself off them. But when you slowly do that, natural foods just taste delicious again. They really do. Yeah. Like cream egg. Couldn't think of anything worse. Oh, couldn't. Oh, it makes, oh, my, makes me feel sick thinking make, about it. I thought it makes my throat tingle. And people have those one after the other. And that's worrying, isn't it? It is that's really. That's worrying. They're doing that and they're thinking, oh, yeah, this is nice. But it's so sickly. And there's a few foods like that where I've had them in the past. I'm like, oh, God, who'd want to have these? They're grim. I'm literally at a stage now that if I eat something really sweet and sugary, it does make my throat tingle. Yeah. Actually, there's not intolerance to it. It's just too much. It makes my throat burn. Um, but you know we've got to a stage where we do enjoy natural foods we like it um, and again we do have other foods we have treats every now and then but predominantly we do stick to our single ingredient food yeah so um, yeah think of good replacements for your snacks and then find snacks that you enjoy so it could be blueberries strawberries uh, a little hack we do as a family is we have boiled eggs in the fridge so we'll literally boil a whole bunch of eggs up and we'll keep them in a bowl in the fridge so if we like, again, want a snack, we'll go hunting, don't you? want a snack and you go hunting for a snack, don't <laughs> yeah. you? We open the fridge door and there's all these boiled eggs in there. Oh, okay, I'll have a boiled egg. I normally get a little plate with some salt and just dip it in the salt and have a nice boiled egg, boiled egg uh, or two. Even two's only 160 calories. It fills you up. It really does it really fill you does up, doesn't it, a boiled egg? Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it, but one egg really does fill the gap. And one of the most nutritious things on the planet. So it's a great little snack. And again, if, you, if you're eating, if your diet has been bad, and you've been eating lots of ultra, ultra processed foods, you'll be listening to this going, oh, bald egg. Oh. You know, once you start doing it, you get used to it again. You have to adapt to it. And now I quite enjoy an egg. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I've, I've got a special hot sauce in the fridge. And I just take a bite off the top of the egg and I pour some of that on. Really yeah. nice. And so bald eggs is good. Um, one of my little favourite snacks is I have the uh, Snacker Jacks, which is a processed food. I appreciate that. But it's like the caramel Snacker Jack. Uh, they do a caramel, they do a chocolate. Uh, I have that with a chopped banana on it. And yes, that is processed. Obviously, the banana isn't. The, 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 uh, the rice cake is. But I think it's only like 50, 55 calories. And it's just rice, isn't it? It's just rice. It's just it's, rice. It is processed. But have that with a banana on it. You can have two of them. With a chopped banana, it's under 200 calories. What a great little snack. Yeah, you, you, you're saying it like it's got any cons to it. But no, it's all pros to me, because that's compared to a waffle with banana and chocolate, yeah, yeah. or a pancake. But no, you're having that rice cake, and it's just rice. Yeah. But you're also getting the peanut butter, you're getting the banana, you're getting so much more with it. It's not like you're just having that on its own. And I've even adapted that over the years, um, because one of my treats... And our idea of treats is not most people's idea of treats. We are pretty good. Um, but I used to have a blueberry bagel with peanut butter and chopped banana. And it was delicious. Oh, I used to love it. And I prefer having that than a cake or cheesecake or something like that. The, the, the bagel was 200 calories. So what I did is I replaced that with two caramel um, snacker jacks, which is 100, 110 calories. So I took 100 calories off. And now I can have two Snacker Jacks with peanut butter and a chopped banana, and I've just reduced it by 100 calories. 
Yeah. So even I adapt to reduce my calories, mm. and I really enjoy my snacker jacks with my peanut butter and chocolate banana. It's bloody lovely, and I prefer that more than cakes. And again, yes, that's the thing. You're having your treat, but it's still nutritionally packed. If you're having the blueberries, or if you're having the peanut butter, you're getting your protein, banana, you're getting your potassium. Yeah. You know, you, even your treat is still nutritionally beneficial. It's better than most. If I tuck into a Colin the caterpillar cake. Yeah, get nothing so from it, you right. know, and I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. So, I would having this meal, the Snacker Jack meal, is it's really good. Yeah, and to give you a scenario again, it was only about two weeks ago, our local bakery have started doing a, a, a cinnamon bun now. Have they? Yeah, they got to, do you like the big Belgian bun? They're doing a cinnamon version. Oh, now. that's naughty, exactly. Now, I've been in it, and every time I go in there, we, we go in there and get sourdough bread. Um, I see it and I think oh, I've got to try that, and then I think to myself. But if I have my cinnamon bun, I can't have my caramel snacker jacks <laughs> with peanut butter and banana. And I really enjoy my caramel snacker jacks with peanut butter and banana. So it, I choose not to have the cinnamon bun. Mm. And I've never had one yet because I know that I can't have both. I've got to choose. And when I think I'm going to try the cinnamon bun, I think oh, I really want my snacker jacks and yeah. peanut butter and banana. So I, I don't have the cinnamon bun. And that's where I've got to. Um, but it's taken a long time for us to get here, obviously. It's practice, isn't it? You have to All practice right. the diet. I have a proposal. Go on. Buy a cinnamon bun. I'll have half. Yeah. You have half. Okay. Then we have half a snacker jack each. That works. I'll go with that. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Does that work? You're on. Cool. All we'll right. do it. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So think of uh, good alternatives to your snacks and adapt those snacks to, for, to better options as such. Um, but again, going back to part one of the podcast... If you do have an itch, then scratch it. Scratch it. Don't, yeah, don't literally take oh, it away. I feel so much better. Dear, Thanks, good. Dad. Let's give me permission to scratch myself. That's right. Were you itchy? I really was, yeah. Leo's not. He's just looking, he's just all chill down there. Yeah, well, you might have heard me telling him off earlier when Darren was talking, but he, as soon as we start the podcast, he just causes havoc. He'll jump on It's Darren's all about me, map. isn't it? Yeah. Leo's all about me all the time. Yeah, so you, you struggle talking because his head's in the way of the microphone. He would turf him off. He goes to his toy box and starts rummaging around there for five minutes. Then he comes and lays next to the microphone and starts chewing a bit of plastic. And he just knows, doesn't he? And I'm just like, yeah. for the first 15 to 20 minutes, I'm playing tug with him, trying to keep him quiet. I think it's an ego thing, mate. He just wants it all to be about him all he's the time. He's a narcissist. Yeah. He's terrible. But hey, he's, he's asleep now, so he's all good. He's passed out, so everyone's a winner now. Right, so... Well, um, what I was going to say... Go if on. You, do you have a point? You no, go, yeah, I was going to talk about um, activity, but you go ahead oh, if, if Just food. reinforcing meal preparation. Make sure that there are... The, the good stuff is in the cupboard. Because if it isn't there, you won't eat it and you'll turn to other things. So just make sure that you do actually prep uh, all your... As I said earlier, the frozen veg. Our outside freezer is just full of bags of those because I have it every day. But always make sure it's stocked. Like food for your pet, make sure it's always stocked. Because uh, then, yeah, as I said, if it's not there, you won't eat it. And it's just better for you. You have your chicken ready, have your wraps ready. Make sure it's all there so you can eat it. But preparation is important. Always make time to go shopping. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, like I say, boil some eggs up. Boil, keep yeah, exactly. Keep it on top, if you, on top of it. If you have chicken for an evening meal, cook another one or two breasts. Yeah. Keep them in a the fridge. And you can chop them up and use them in your wraps or, or with a salad or whatever you want. So in the evening, just overcook stuff that you can have the following day. And that's a good idea as well. And a um, bit of a mental aspect is to uh, 
makes you surround yourself with people and things that support you. Your environment, oh, I love that your environment is so powerful, but make sure you're around the right people because I hear some stories from our members about what some of their friends are saying to them, and, it, and it's horrible. It's, well, people are jealous, they don't people, like it. That people you're doing are jealous. Well. Yeah. The thing is, when people see you're doing well, it makes them angry that they're not, they know they should be doing it and they're not doing it. Yeah. When they're seeing you're losing weight, they get annoyed. Like, oh, I want to lose weight. Why am I not losing weight? And they don't support you. They, they go against you. They condemn you for doing good. It's very sad. That's what people are. People are greedy. People are horrible. But make sure you surround yourself with the right positive environmental people. factors. Yeah. yeah, positive people. Do things that make you happy still. And that will, again, that will help you lose even more fat. Makes you in a good place mentally. And I'll, I'll give you another. I'm going to diversify it. But I think this is, this is worth adding. Um, you do need your family members in with you. You need them in on this. And over the, all the years I've been doing this, on, on, I say on two, definitely two occasions, I remember I had a couple of uh, clients at the time and they were doing great. They were losing weight, they were doing brilliant. And I remember coming in one day and, and I was chatting to them and they told me a story and they said basically they cooked a lovely meal and I think, it, I think one of them was like salmon with vegetables, all the things we discussed. And they made it for them and made it for the husband. And they gave it to the husband. And the husband looked at it, pushed it back at their wife, and just said, I'm not eating that shit. And literally, that's what I, I was told by someone. And I looked at him, I said, your husband an arsehole. You're not married to the right Yeah, person. your husband an arsehole, <laughs> wouldn't they? they? They answered back, yeah, he is. <laughs> but that's no help at all. If your husband loves you and he's there, he should you know, help you, guide you through it. Why wouldn't he want you to lose weight and do well and, and improve your health? So it's really a good point you raised there, son. You want to get people involved yeah. and make sure that people are, are with you. So I'll give you another tip. This is what we give because, over, again, over the years, we've experienced most things, haven't we, with people. Um, if you want your husband, let's say husband, partner, spouse, whatever you want to call it, um, if you want them involved, a good way is to call a meeting with them. Call a meeting with them. Now, why is that? Well, a lot of people say, I'm going on a diet, and their response is, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they don't care. It sounds serious when you mean yeah. it. It sounds like you actually mean business. And it goes both ways. It could be that a male saying it to a, 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 you know, a oh, female. Yeah, totally. It could be a husband saying it to a wife. I'm going on a diet and wife say, yeah, whatever. Oh, family, just family, relatives yeah. in general, yeah. anyone. Or, you know, I've heard that. Yeah, whatever. I've heard that before. So... Call a meeting and say, hey, I'd like to sit down with you tonight about seven o'clock. We'll get a cup, top, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, and I want to have a chat with you. And what that does, that shocks your partner. Like, what? You're not going to leave me, you're are you? Me. Yeah, you're not going to leave me, are you? You're not having an affair, are you? No, no, I just want to sit down and have a chat with you. So by calling a meeting, it grabs their attention and it works. And then when you have that meeting, sit down and say, look, I'm going on a diet. I've decided I'm going on a, 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 a three-month diet program. I really need this. I really want it. It's important to me. And I need you to be on my side. Now, because you called a meeting and they're sitting down, they're listening to you. You're not getting the, oh, whatever, love. They yeah, know you're serious. Well, they're pissing about exactly. the or something. Or you're telling them about your diet and they're carrying on watching football while you're trying to tell yeah, them or, yeah. or whatever they're doing. So call a diet with them. Uh, sorry, call a meeting with them. And then explain to them, you want to go on a diet and you need them on your side. 
that really does work. And you can use that on numerous things. It doesn't have to be the diet. It can be other things. But if you call a meeting, it just grabs someone's attention. It really does work. So, um, and if you and if you don't have anyone, if you if you if you sorry, if you do, I mean, you do have people, but you know they're not going to friends receive receive what you're doing well. Just keep it quiet. The best changes you you make are just in silence. You just follow your program and then wait for people to notice when you do start changing and start losing weight. And your, your true friends will want the best for oh, you. Of course, yeah. If they if they're jealous that you're losing weight, are they really or they friends? start saying things like. Oh, are you sure? Well, you're looking a bit gaunt. You're looking a bit gaunt, and you're looking a bit too skinny, and all these kind of things. When you're truly not, you know, you're not. You're, you're just slimmer than they are. You're slimmer than they are. <laughs> they don't like it. Then they're not your friends. They're just jealous. Um, so yeah, be mindful of that, and uh, you know, really good point. Place yourself around positive people that will help you and guide you through your diet. They want the best for you. Right, and I, I think one of the final ones I can think of is sleep. Oh, activity. Yeah. Well, we, we said about sitting well, getting up in the office. We could talk about muscle mass. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, yeah. in, increase your activity in the day. So while you're on a diet, increase activities. We're not saying exercise. We're saying activity. So, as you said, like, mum will... She feels... Mum's embarrassed to do squats <laughs> Yeah. in the office. It is a bit strange, though. She'll, she'll go through a wee, and while in the uh, Cubicle, toilet environment, squats, yeah. she will just do squats in there and things like that. It's not just to burn more calories, it's to uh, stretch your back out and stuff. So increase your activity in the day. Uh, go for walks, um, do body weight squats, do jumping jacks, whatever it is in the day, just add them in. Um, week one, uh, walk up and if you're in a house, if you've got stairs or you're in an office, walk up and down the stairs once, week one. Week two, go up, down, up, down, do it twice. Week three, up, down, up, down. You know, if you go up and down the stairs twice, you'll be out of breath. Yeah, you'll be out of breath. Yeah. If you're in an office block, you'd really be out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Up and down once is enough. But week two, go up, down, up, down. Week three, three times. Week four, four times. Real simple tactic again to increase that activity. And walk. Even if you are exercising, go for a walk every night. Now, our members are great, aren't they? How many of our members come in they train with us, and as soon as they leave, they go for a walk. Yeah. And so make sure you get walks in. So just overall increase your activity. Just do more things. Do more things. Move Add in more things. If you have a smart watch, does help. Track your steps. 10,000 a day. Yeah. Just add things in. So do other things. NEAT, it's called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That's doing things that are not exercise-based, doing things in the day that burn calories. Mm. So it can be simple things. Simply, if you like twitch all day long or tap your fingers, you're going to burn more calories. Simple as that. So add things in, stay busy. Like uh, Cade and I, we never sit down when we're working. We're constantly walking backwards and forwards and dancing because that's, to us, it's not neat because we're doing it on purpose, but it is neat. It's not exercise, but we are constantly moving, dancing, walking up and down the studio. We never, ever sit down. We just keep moving. So we're constantly burning calories in the day. So just overall, increase your activity more. Just do more. Do more. Make time to move around more. Yeah. Um, and add in weight training. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a whole podcast in itself. But in short, having increased muscle mass does burn more fat off your body. 
So hundred uh, percent. Yeah. People <laughs> people are always looking for magic when it comes to fat loss. There is no magic. There is no magic. Um, and if anything's going to get you through, it's consistency. If you're consistent consistent with your food, your diet, you're consistent with your training, you're going to get results. There is no magic. Forget about the magic. But if you remain consistent, you're going to do well. So what weight training does do, again, if you're looking for magic, I we strongly believe that resistance training, building muscle mass, is where the magic lies. That is some, that's some sorcery right there. That, there is. There is. People think it's magic. We, we, start, we start them pushing weights, and all of a sudden, things start going the right direction. They go, oh, my God. All the years I've been running and nothing's happened, yet I've been in here for two months and my body's completely changing. And we're like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. We've been pre- <laughs> we don't yeah, actually say that. I've been preaching this for 10 years. So if you really want the magic, place yourself in a calorie deficit. Add in a resistance-based workout, weight training, push weights. And simply, over the, over the three-month period, aim at getting stronger. Track your training and just get stronger. Get stronger, get stronger, get stronger. And if you're doing that with the diet, then things are going to be great. You're you're going to find that your body will start to change shape. You will be lowering your body fat while increasing muscle mass. And you will start to actually physically look different. You're going to get, you know, all your body's going to start to shape up. Everything's going to feel tighter. Um, And that's where the true magic lies with weight training it literally just changes the body shape which you don't get from other forms of exercise so i think that's kind of it well i kind of covered it and sleep oh sleep you know we talk a bit about sleep sleep's really important generally we could do a whole podcast on sleep but sleep uh, in short well yeah sleep just is good for everything if you had a good night's sleep your whole day's a lot easier you think clearer you're more focused uh, you don't get tired yeah uh, sleep's just Amazing in We'll give a couple of tips. We'll, so we'll do another podcast on sleep. But sleep is when the healing happens. When you sleep at night, is your when cells your regenerate. Your cells regenerate during the night. So sleeping is really important. So a uh, little tip on that. Whatever time you get up in the morning, make sure you're in bed eight hours before. It's a really easy tactic. I'm not saying necessarily sleep eight hours, but you'd be in bed. Be in bed for eight yeah, hours. You, you've, yeah, you're, you're relaxed. You're in a relaxed state. Yeah. So whatever again, whatever time you get up, ensure you're in bed eight hours. You get into bed out eight hours prior to that. Make sure your room's not too hot. Uh, make sure your room's nice and dark. Uh, blackout blinds if you haven't got any. Try and uh, make it dark. If there's any uh, electrical equipment in your bedroom that shines a light, put some black electrical tape or some tape over the light and dim the light. You want as black room as possible. Um, no caffeine after four. No o'clock. caffeine after four o'clock. And shut down your electrical equipment at about two hours before. So, and I would say stop watching TV about an hour before. Yeah. So give yourself time to to actually calm down, ready any, for sleep. Any rogue lights around your room, uh, tape up. For example, I've got a Wi-Fi extender in my room on the other side of my room. It's got a little flashing blue light on it. So I put some tape over it, and that's blocked it off. But any little lights, whether it be a monitor, a TV, just just colour over them or tape them. Yeah. If you get too hot in the night, just if you put your feet outside the bed, that will cool your body down. So that's a good quick way of cooling down in the night. So if you get too hot, just slide your feet out of the bottom of the bed. That will cool you down. Um, yeah, and don't, again, don't heat the bed, the bedroom too. Or the bedroom should be cool. You want to be in a cool bedroom that if you get cold, you can just snuggle underneath the quilt. 
that's perfectly where you want that's to be. That's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. And um, I think it's pretty beneficial to do a little bit of meditation before you sleep as well. If anything, just sit there and just try and clear your head, forget about your day, just empty your mind. So when you are getting in bed, you're not thinking about work, uh, family, whatever. You know, yeah, your, your brain isn't rushing around. You've actually calmed down and you've you're ready to you raise yourself to go to bed. Okay, well, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, any questions you have, obviously message us with any questions you have. Hopefully we've made it simple enough that you can understand that and start your fat loss diet. If you have any topics, again, you want us to cover, then please message us and let us know and we'll happy discuss them for you. Um, I think we've pretty much got that though. Yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all good. I think we covered fat loss. That was fat loss 101. 101. Yeah, it was just, just there's all little things in there you can follow and try out yourself. You might do a lot of that stuff, but then some of it you might not. You might think, oh, wow, I never thought of that before. I might give that a go. Yeah, and it's all in the mind, isn't it? It truly is. It is mental. I've been doing this 10 years. Most people know what to do, but they choose not to do it. So it's very much in the mind. You've really got to get yourself in a good place. Prepare yourself for the journey. I will do this. And sometimes it's like, I must do this. You know, we have members where I said, look, there is no choice. You know, you're yeah. at a stage where you have to lower your body fat. Um, you, you know, you, you're unhealthy. I can't beat around the bush here. Um, you have no choice. So sometimes it's a must. It's not all, you know, maybe I should. It's a must. You know, you must lower your body fat. You are yeah. obese or morbidly obese. You know, what does that mean? It means, well, you've got more chance of dying, simply. Yeah, you, you can't mince your words. You can't beat around the bush. You so, need to get your head out of the fog and actually think, hang on a second. I'll I'm going to do this. I want to be on this planet for longer. Yeah, I'm I want to be this. able to play with my grandkids. I want to be around for my family. I, I, I need to sort my shit out. Yeah, it's only three months. Tell yourself, like, three months. I'm going to start from now. And, you know, if you go over both podcasts again, we've covered some real good tips, like start your diet in February, not January set a goal you know all these things are really important mm-hmm. and as we said over the three months something's going to go wrong don't turn to food um we've covered all this i've got listen to, listen to them twice maybe go over them twice and then take notes and then set yourself up and it's just three months and you really have to say i'm gonna do this i must do this um now we know you know especially me and you know I've, I've been dieting for 10 years fat loss diet for 10 years so I've, I've worked out all the tricks and tips and the things, and hopefully we've passed some of that on to you. Yeah, as I say, and use them. Pick, pick up bits and bobs that we're giving you. Yeah, and use them. And as we keep saying, it's not as complex as it seems a lot of the time. It's much more simple than that. So think simplistically. I'm not losing weight. What am I doing wrong? You know, where, where is it? Um, maybe I'm adding, maybe I'm eating too much peanut butter. Yeah. You know, maybe it's sometimes it's just it's silly, just that. It? It's like if you drop a tablespoon of peanut butter, you start losing weight again all of a sudden. It's simply that. Because 100 calories can put you in a calorie surplus. Yeah. Now go 200 the other way and you're losing weight again. So um, think of the simple things, not the complex things. Cool. That's right. it. That's it. That's a, that's a wrap. I'm not sure what we're going to do wrap. next. Chicken wrap. <laughs> Chicken wraps are great. Um, All right, guys. Well, it's a a pleasure. Hopefully, we've been helpful to you. And if you have any questions you want to ask us or anything you want us to talk about, you can reach us at getstrongerlivelongershow at gmail.com. That's getstrongerlivelongershow at gmail.com. Or, if you're dad, you call it get longer, get stronger. 
show at gmail.com because we all want to get a bit longer. <laughs> 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 we, we all want to get a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's all for now. We'll catch up with you guys in another episode. So listen to the podcast and you'll get a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs>